Welcome to Mixed Company, bringing the siloed and uncomfortable conversation we have with our friends to the forefront so everyone can participate in the conversation. We say all the things you never would in Mixed Company. Welcome to Mixed Company. And we are back hey. again with more winners at the 2019 Atticolor Award. And now we have the latest winners of the Catalyst Award, and they are the Curly Girl Collective. And we're sitting here with Tracy Coleman and Gia Lowe. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome Thank to the table. So Thank you for having us. So you guys just won. Tell us a little bit about the what you did what you do with Curly Girl Collective and why you guys are up here being nominated for doing amazing dope shit. And for those who don't know, if you haven't lived in New York for the last couple of years, Curly Girl takes over every single summer. Yes. It is like one yes. of the hottest tickets in town. Yes. They have yes. shut down Prospect Park. Yes. They just shut down Randall's Island. Yes. So background. <laughs> you gave it to them, yes. Well, we, you know, we didn't start off saying, hey, let's see how we can fill Randall's Island. That's not how we started. You know, we started back before there were, there was blogs and YouTube and influencers and all this stuff. We started because we had a group of friends who were trying to figure this thing out. Like, we don't feel beautiful to work. You know, our, our your man's like, what are you, what's going on with your hair? You know, real conversations. And so we got together in small spaces first and realized that, like, there's some magic when women come together from each other. There's a healing and energy we called it magic back then like it was like wow that was amazing in a small space let's see what happens when we go a little bit bigger so we got a little bit bigger and every single time we hosted an event in new york more people like we were selling out like it was we were shocked you know um when we realized we were sort of answering a call um and so we allowed the space we created space for it to grow and and, and that's why we became bigger and it, it was bigger than us so once curl Fest started six years ago now uh, we were just allowing what was ordained for us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We were just allowing, you know, what what I felt we were called to do to, to manifest, really. You know, it wasn't really about us and what we wanted to do. It was about we were answering this need for women to come together face-to-face, not on, like, online and, you know, on, and chats and stuff is cool, but face-to-face and sharing energy is what we try to do at Curlfest. What, what does it mean to win this award here Add ad color. You both. Are you from communications as well? I'm from marketing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, coming from ad agencies and marketing, what does it mean to win this award? But doing something as big outside of the agency. It, it's. You know, I've been in rooms where you know I'm an art director, and you're casting, and you're choosing from you know the women to be in the ad, and I've been there where it's like, is this the best you can do? You know, there's there's a certain look. You know, is a certain skin skin complexion and hair length and hair you know straight hair is like it was frustrating for years and, and you feel like your voice is not being heard so to come to add color and see that what we're doing is being acknowledged and appreciated and championed and supported we have supporters in this room we have sponsors in this room um it's full circle it's a full circle moment you know to go from begging to be represented to people understanding like this is this is a new standard and a new normal um Chills yeah, nice. and to piggyback off that, one of the things that I think has helped Curlfest to grow and is a is a, a, a touch point in how impactful it is to have this award from Ad Color is that we've been listening to her. We've been listening to our collective and so have our partners. Thank you. We've, we've grown to be this collective voice and I get to have these conversations with brands as the partnerships director where they're saying because of the imagery from Curlfest, because of the messaging from Curlfest, because of what we heard from Curlfest, it informed 
informed our ingredients, it informed our packaging, it informed our advertising. And then to, like you said, full circle, to be here amongst our peers, it's, it's chills. It's chills. It's really a beautiful thing. So you're going to shut down more parks and more cities, and we can't wait to see <laughs> you guys are heading to Atlanta in, yes. Yes. in a couple of weeks. We so. will be there nice. September 21st, and hopefully you all will too. And if you're not there in present, you'll be there online, Curly Girl oh, Collective, yes. on Definitely. platforms. Definitely. But yeah, Atlanta is welcoming us with open arms. September 21st, we're there with the festival. On the Sunday, the 22nd, we're having a Found Hers brunch with a, a few of the, the community. Exactly. So yeah, they're, they're, we're excited. And so is Atlanta and that whole region. Yeah. Individually, what do you, what does it mean for you to take a stand? This year's theme is taking a stand, and everybody's coming. Everybody, I feel like everyone came with a collective spirit on putting their stake in the ground for something that is good and just and equitable. So, for each of you, what does that look like? I think taking a stand is about being uncomfortable. You know, I think a lot of, especially with social media, people love to share their opinion sitting down behind their screens, you know, you're laying in bed tweeting and all that stuff, and it's like, what are you actually doing, you know? And I think that taking a stand means actually, like, getting up, putting your phone down, um, and creating change, you know, doing more than a hashtag, you know, doing more than signing a petition. Like, you have to create something and do more than what everybody else is doing, and you have to be comfortable knowing that somebody's not going to like it, um, somebody may disagree with you, and... It, once you get comfortable knowing that everybody's not going to be okay with taking a stand, then you can keep moving forward. So you just have to know that it's not always a good feeling, but you have to get used to it. Indeed. Um, <laughs> uncomfortable is a word that stands out with that. I also say taking a stand is definitely about being risk averse and, and taking risks. And before you even get to that step, I say taking a stand is being clear about what you're taking a stand for. Yeah. I think this weekend or this this conference has really given us a platform to get clear about that because we've been asked it so many times. We've had to put it in our hashtags and our in our social. And so get clear about what you're taking a stand for. Take the risk, but keep starting, right? So it's, it's going to keep feeling uncomfortable until you get into this sense of knowingness that what you're doing is making a movement, even if it's just for you or your, your small community or your grander community. But it's about taking that risk over and over, choosing to take that risk over and over again. It's not one decision and you, oh, you took a stand. It's a series of conscious decisions when it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, congratulations, congratulations. again. Thank you. You, Thank you. You got Thank playing you. for your shells. Thank this, you. this is well deserved. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Well, we'll be back with Thank more interviews and more honorees. Oh, yeah. You're very welcome. Thank you.